RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Thursday morning at RCR, it's time for Perigo's Perspective. Lindsay Perigo is with me. Morning, Lindsay. Good to have you. Good morning, Paul. Good to have you back. You stood me up last time. I'm sorry about that. You piker. Okay, look, um, I'll explain that later. Piker. I haven't heard Piker for a while. That's an oldie, isn't it? It is. It's an oldie, but a goodie. Yep. Used to use that um, quite a bit. Obviously, you didn't pike from your um, electoral duty um, over the weekend. I didn't. I was. I faithfully went to the polling booth. Yes, and I did my duty, and it came out well, I think. We have to say that provisionally and have to qualify our celebrations, but we have cause to celebrate. And I thought I would do that this morning rather oh. than address the leering up of savages all around the world. Oh, so it's going to be kind of upbeat this morning, Lindsay. Yes, yes, upbeat, definitely mm. an upbeat. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I suppose I should in an upbeat way say, Lindsay, that dance floor with all the lights on it, Put on the white suit. <laughs> Out you go. It's yours. Thank you. Ding dong. The despots are gone. The wicked, wicked despots are gone. The globalist Gestapo, the apartheid acolytes, the Pfizer fascists, the Davos diabolists, the shills for Schwab, the Sorosian Stalinists, the lockdown lefties, the Mengelian Marxists, the China championers, the speech censors, the climate clutches of pearls, the pronoun police. Poof! Gone! <laughs> Phew! Ladies and gentlemen, I do believe we have got ourselves some breathing space. We were becoming a third world tyranny, and may still yet, since much of the above applies to the incoming regime. It is a consummation devoutly to be wished that Winston be needed, and that he not do one of his infamous Benedict Arnold impersonations. I'm cautiously optimistic. After all, Winston had the balls to say, in this crazy world where men compete in women's sport and the Netherlands contender for the Miss Universe title is a man, Winston had the balls to say, if you have a penis, you're disqualified. What struck me watching News Hub coverage on Saturday night was how the team, struggling to grasp the enormity of the repudiation of Jacinda Jackbootism, ignored the elephant in the room. One of them admitted it when he said they'd spent all night attempting to avoid the C-word, COVID, Wuhan. The News Hub team knew, but didn't want to say that this was a rebellion against the bossy boots Bolshevism of the last three years. Most self-respecting Kiwis don't like to be locked up, ordered not to talk to their neighbours, but to dob them in, ordered to wear face napkins, to submit 
to an untested so-called vaccine that turns out to kill and injure. They don't like to be lied to. Safe and effective. What a filthy lie. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. Another filthy lie. Lies, lies, never-ending filthy lies. And then, to make pariahs out of dissenters, Saturday night was a resounding rejection of this. So you basically said this is going to be like, well, it's almost like, I, you probably don't see it like this, the two different classes of people, if you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated... That is what it is, so, yep, yep. Can you describe as you were previously hoping not to be able to, not to have to do that, I guess, when we still mm. look like we could maintain elimination across the whole country. I guess that has now changed because... I think it was less, less because necessarily of the elimination determining that and more because we, of course, uh, maintained and actually we have managed very high vaccination rates generally without the use of certificates. But actually what it's become clear to me is that they're not just a tool to drive up vaccines. They're a tool for confidence. People who have been vaccinated will want to know that they're around other vaccinated people. Uh, they want to know that they're in a safe environment. It is a way that we can give confidence to those who are going back into hospitality or events. Uh, and so that is something that I think we should offer to people who have been vaccinated, that confidence that we're doing everything we can to keep them safe and that they can come back out and start enjoying those things safely. Such lies. Such evil. Also instructive was how jubilant the News Hub team seemed to be at the thumping demise of the regime whose lickspittles they have been since the regime bought them out with taxpayer money with ideological strings attached. Perhaps they understood that now they can get away from propaganda and back to journalism. No more Pravda. A reassuring sign would be for them to stop avoiding the C word and acknowledge that tyranny, in the end, was decisively unpopular. We can only hope it remains so. Darren Grimes of GB News asked from 12,000 miles away, have we learned our lesson? Do you remember Dame Jacinda Ardern? She was given a damehood for a stint as the globe's headmistress of COVID tyranny. Her zealous zero COVID scheme kept New Zealand shackled in a merciless lockdown for over two long years, with the jab practically hammered into the veins of teachers, police and healthcare warriors. Her autocratic whims included slamming the door on overseas Kiwis, yearning to get back home and enforcing some of the strictest lockdowns the world knew. Her resignation came with a tired sigh of being burnt out. Burnt out? Well, it sounds more like a timely exit before an inevitable booting out. Sweet Jacinda Ardern serenaded China. She was jeopardising the vital Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance. And meanwhile, she misplaced her vocal cords when it came to Uyghurs languishing in Chinese concentration camps. Perhaps too busy buffing a halo to concern herself with minor issues like alleged genocide of Muslims. Now, the circus didn't 
end with Jacinda Ardern's departure. Once her jester-like grin left the stage, her comrades mooted the world's first tax on the burps and toots of livestock. That was set for 2026. Now, of course, that's a tough nugget for New Zealand farmers, much like the Dutch farmers that we've seen in an act of open rebellion. Given their stellar greenhouse gas emission efficiency, though she soared with a landslide in 2020, the winds changed as Kiwis grew weary of the hot air from Labour. Politicals. They've now warmly welcomed a new Conservative to the helm, bidding a hearty farewell to St Jacinda. Tucked away in the history next to the draconian lockdowns which the High Court in New Zealand later branded as unjustifiable <coughs> in a thriving democracy. So had we bid adieu to one of the Jacinda and the era of Jacinda's politics, I can only hope, folks, and I mean this with my hand on my heart, that the Kiwis have learnt the costly lesson of trade and liberty for a mirage of left-wing safetyism. I hope we'll be able ultimately to answer in the affirmative, but we can't be complacent. I applaud the incoming coalition's commitment to revive education to the teaching of reading. But first you have to find teachers who can read and don't believe that reading is racist. I applaud Winston's promise to remove identity politics from the classroom. But first you have to find teachers who are not raging identity zealots. What we do have a pandemic of is brainwashed narcissistic zombies roaming around glued to their cell phones or, as they would say, South Farms? Utterly clueless as to the value of liberty and the actual history of our country, the Middle East, let alone the world. No wonder Jacinda wanted to lower the voting age to 16. That would have been her only hope of getting back in, the woke zombie vote. Remember, those currently 16 will be of voting age next time. It will require a veritable revolution in education yesterday. The swamp of woke fascist indoctrination, that is our schools and universities, will have to be drained yesterday. We urgently need to restore true scholarship, objective standards, the pursuit of excellence, we need to be able, with good reason and lusty conviction, to exhort, for the first time in decades, Vivat Academia.
RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.